five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, I rode my motorcycle to work for the first time today, and it was a brisk 22 degrees. <laughs> I used to think that was too cold for the motorcycle, but then I remembered I used to snowmobile when I was a kid. You know, it was probably below zero. Anyway, so we just bundle up, and uh, it makes my skin ruddy. It's so cold. Anyway, uh, let's get over to the news and see what's happening. Okay. Loyalty programs and personal data from Tom Fishburn. If you give us your email address, date of birth, purchase history, website activity, app usage, and the rest of your personal data, we'll happily reward you with an email on your birthday saying, Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Anyway, no, I, I get the the true value gives me uh, a $5 coupon on my birthday. So I like that. That's about that's about all I think the data is worth, you know, because I work with data and I know that, you know, it doesn't really help. Not that much. But uh, I also know that customers will part with it. I I had uh, uh, there was a time we were refinancing our mortgage or something and we got we got turned down, which was odd because we you know always pay everything on time and all that and uh so you know I, I looked into it and it turned out that i they said i had too much too many credit cards and i said well i don't have any credit i mean i just have one or something and they said no you have a sears and you have a, a radio shack you can tell this was a while ago and you have a best buy and you have something else and a couple more you know and because i'd walk into the store and they'd offer me a free pair of headphones or a flashlight or a liter of coke or whatever it was you know and I just thought it was great and I then as soon as they came in the mail I'd cut them up and never use them and I said well all of those have a zero balance and they said yeah but you have a contingent credit capability <laughs> well I didn't know what that was so I had to call them all to tell them I didn't really want their credit card but I wanted to keep the liter of coke because it was already gone anyway so According to Andy Wood, uh, who's a doctor at GI Insights, I'm not exactly sure why uh, Tom picked him as the leading expert in loyalty in loyalty programs, but he said they need to be a, they need to be treated as a trade-off. They need to be of value to the customer. Maybe it's because we're going to go down and hear about G, a GI <laughs> kind of a GI kind of loyalty program anyway so as third-party cookies are going away not first party remember just third party uh there are ways to collect data there you know we're looking for other ways to, to keep in touch and collect data but co consumers need to feel like it's worth it and it doesn't need to necessarily be worth it to them that was the interesting part about this uh about this <laughs> article it it there's there's a GI Insights found that 64% of consumers were happy to, for a company to collect info on shopping behavior and personal preferences in return for relevant and timely offers, but 76 were very reluctant to hand over data without a proper loyalty program in place. Okay, so that's GI Insights, and I'm guessing it's not it's not intestinal tract stuff because that's what I thought it was. Maybe it's, I don't know what the GI stands for. Anyway, but um, this was really interesting, seed health. People are willing to share personal information even if the value doesn't benefit them. But if they see a value another way, 
if they see a value another way. The most ambitious first-party data collection effort I've ever heard about came from Seed Health, a probiotic supplement brand. Seed Health somehow convinces their customers to upload photos of their stool, and that's not the thing you're sitting on, to help create a microbial health database using AI and crowdsourced photography. What I want to know is how they got the labeled data set to train the AI, but never mind about that. Seed co-founder said, we don't always think of, about stool like like daily data. I'm putting air quotes around around dump, but really it's a it's a direct output of their gut health. They're doing a data health, a data dump. <laughs> data dump. A dump a, a data dump which generates dump data. Okay, considering how difficult it can be for a brand to convince people to take a survey, Seed Health is setting the bar for first-party data collection pretty high. They're getting a response even for this big ask because their customers feel their customers feel a part of their mission. And they found that customers were more likely to share feedback when questions are framed within the context of research and development. Yeah, if you're part of a, a legit study, I think you are a little more likely to, to say something. Seed Data is now expanding the data collection into more robust loyalty programs as a way for people to contribute data points to our research. And here are some related cartoons. Don't worry, it's only marketers collecting our personal data so they can create more relevant advertising for us. Yeah, right. Okay. And here's here's this is the clearest explanation of the 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 differences in data. Zero party data. Gym shoes you liked in our survey are on sale. Okay, you gave them the information. You deliberately gave it to them, and they're and they're referring to it when they contact you. First party data. The gym shoes you browsed last year are on sale. Okay, or maybe the uh, second party data. I hear you have a new gym membership and need need any shoes. That's when when companies are trading data okay that you don't know about actually i would say the first party data the main first party data that we use uh and have been using for decades is you bought these tennis shoes three years ago you know maybe they're worn out i read somewhere that a serious runner changes their shoes like every month or something um maybe they're worn out and that would be the main first party data not browser data Third-party data, because that could actually be, the browser data could actually be third-party data, where you browsed it on somebody else's site, and then the third-party data wanders around to uh, a shoe company, and they retarget you. Uh, third-party data is maybe you wouldn't have skipped your workout today if you had new shoes, and that's like we're collecting everything on, on you from all directions. Okay, this is my very favorite, one of my very favorite Fishburn cartoons this lady is dumping out her her purse on the on the uh on the checkout lane and says wait i'm i may have a card showing my loyalty to whatever store this is <laughs> isn't that the truth loyalty we've got a loyalty program but you know the consumer doesn't know what it is okay next I'm signed up for this dynamic direct mail campaigns, innovations, performance, marketing. What a title. Anyway, it's it's Brent 
who I think is really, really, you know, I've known him for decades and, and uh, Jay Schmid, those guys do a great job. So I'm excited to hear what he's got to say. Eric, uh, I review his articles a lot. And Mike Gunderson, I don't know, for some reason, all the names got taken off. I don't know the rest of these people, but I know these three guys really know their stuff. And so I'm excited. I turned in a, a question for them. I hope they get the right answer. And um, it's a 90-minute show. Here's the link. Uh, so when I put it up, in, I'll, I'll, I'll post it right after the show. And you can go over to WDMA.org. And uh, if you're subscribed, you get the show notes every day. And so you can just go look for this link, which is a light, a long link. So I'm not going to try and read it to you. Or you can try going over to Brand United, and they may have a they may have a, a link there. I think they probably do. So I'm interested in what they have to say. Okay, this was a pretty good article, and this is from Media Update in uh, South Africa. I think is where it, where it was from. Z A. Not never seen a URL with Z A at the back end of it. But anyway, uh, it says, in the last few years, we've seen saturation take hold in many digital marketing tactics being unable to deliver on expectations. What That's what my, my uh, retailer, my new client in Chicago said. He said, we're just not getting, we're not, we're not, we're just seeing like the results go to nothing. Uh, and we're trying a lot of stuff. So we're going to try mail. And so I gave you a call. Okay, but and what was interesting is I'm just reading along, you know, I read these articles so fast that just to to sort of skim them and see what I get out of it. And this guy says in 2014, people were putting a million flat mail packs. And I'm not familiar with that, but that's apparently a South African categorization uh, through the Postal Service every month. And I'm thinking a million. That's nothing. You know, I've had clients who do way more than that every month and just by themselves. So that's, you know, that's nothing. Uh, What is this story about? And then I realized that uh, it's about South Africa. And um, so now, and then the, the point was that in 2014, there was, this was a lot of mail. And now, and since then, it's gone down. Interest in direct mail started to dry up shortly, shortly after that. Um, but now there's a resurgence. So why is it coming back? And here's where, this is the first time South Africa was mentioned. And so that's when I started figuring out what I was looking at. Uh, Clients in South Africa have finally caught on to the international trend taking place. They're realizing direct mail delivers a better, better response rates and ROI than email. Okay. You know, and that in itself isn't enough for you to do mail, right? It isn't enough because if you spend a nickel on an email and you can do 20 of them and you spend a dollar on direct mail to do one, um, it may well be that the email response rate is 1 20th of mail. Or you could say that direct mail has 20 times more, uh, has 20 times better response rate. But that's just a wash, right? Direct mail would have to have 20 plus better response rate. And that's a lot of difference, right? Because the cost difference is so great between email and direct mail. So uh, that's always what we're working on when we're, when we're working on ROI. And too often marketers think of ROI as return on ad spend. 
and oftentimes that's sales compared the the number of sales compared to the cost of the ad. So I had some direct so so I had some uh, young ad people say, well, we spent a million dollars on the affiliate program, but we brought in more than a million dollars in sales. And they thought that they had a profit. And I was trying to explain to them that that wasn't what ROI meant. It meant that you had to pay all your expenses and you had to pay for the cost of goods and you ship it and all the rest of the stuff and and take out your advertising and still have something left over, right? And hopefully more than you spent on the advertising, like 300%. Three times more. So because most marketers don't even know basic accounting, it's really hard when you see numbers like this. And, and, and the fact that direct mail has a higher response, it has to be a lot higher than email. Okay? It's just the truth. We always want to get to the truth here. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't. It probably does. And if you have a, a, a limited, this is where it gets really interesting, is if you have a limited like geographic market, you only have so many people in there and you only have so many emails, mail may be a better approach because you really want to get, you really want to maximize a small market or a very, very targeted market, right? So I sent out mail to presidents of catalog companies because, you know, it's worth it. Um, And there aren't that many of them. And so I take the time to write handwritten notes, that sort of thing. And um, I uh, I created my own handwriting, my a, a font, a, a digital font, because I have trouble getting the line straight and making it look nice and neat. And this way it does, and it's very readable. And uh, you know, and I write other notes around the edges. So anyway, direct mail has an op- global open rate of 90%. And again, you know, I don't know how you judge postcards, for example. Um, and but MailChimp says they have a 17% open rate. Again, that said, doesn't mean that means that you have to be what is that five times, you know, about five times uh, better. You have to, you know, it's 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 five times better, but is it five times more expensive or ten times more expensive? So that's the question. The post off the post box is a relatively empty space, and apparently there's something. Uh, South Africa has seen a huge decline in overall amount of mail delivered to homes across the country. This is due in part to the current standing of the South African post office. I don't know if they've had some kind of scandal or something about not delivering the mail. We don't have that problem in the U.S., and I think mostly these are U.S. uh, listeners on here. So whatever that scandal is about the South African post office... um, The author, who is not named, says the post office isn't the only way to get boxes into the mail. Cool. Direct mail is more personal. And, you know, email can be personal. You can write a handwritten, I mean, a hand-typed note, you know. But but I think people think that, you know, because they get cards and letters in the mail, that they do think of it as something that's more special. It's a little bit more special. It is more expensive. So... Uh, you'd think we would take more care in crafting it, and I think we do. Um, So Gen Zs seem to be particularly fond of mail, uh, and maybe it's because they have a bit of novelty. You know, there was a time when you'd have to go to the mailbox almost every day. There was so much mail in the box. Um, And uh, there's a survey from Fundera, which I have in the show notes, and I'll post it, that says direct mail. 70% of consumers think that direct mail is more personal. 
than digital, which is interesting. Okay, and lastly, direct mail can integrate with uh, QRs and with uh, unique tracking numbers and phone numbers, and you can you can take people to dedicated website pages and social media pages, um, and uh, you know you can coordinate. Uh, you can send an email saying there's a piece of mail coming, and you can send the email or the mail saying, you know, watch for an email. Um, uh, one of the one of the and I'm trying to think of the name of the the company, um, but one of the menswear catalogs that I look at would send a catalog, and I'd look at what they have, and I'd enjoy the catalog, and then they they always sent uh, discount offers in the email. So once I got myself uh, the items I wanted circled, then I'd look for the email. Um, so I, I would coordinate the channels to get the maximum discount. I think that was a mistake the way that they did it, but you know, we won't name them because we don't want to highlight their mistake anyway. So, uh, this is actually written by an agency in South Africa. And, uh, the link is at the bottom. If you want to go visit them, uh, this is arc is the name of the agency. ARC South Africa, and um, you know they have a nice website. Not a lot of information. Uh, I'd like to hear more from them. So if you know anybody at ARC, I'll look it up. And maybe I can tag the agency at least and say that I mentioned them. And uh, here is the 12 direct mail statistics you should know in 2021 from Fundera. And um, you know I quote these statistics a lot. It's just a big, big list. But if you're going to write an article, you might want to lift some of these statistics. <laughs> but I'm not going to read them to you right now. Have a great day. Like and share. Share. Share if you like it. And uh, and join me on that, on that uh, dynamic mail. Right? That ought to be uh, that ought to be a real winner. I'm looking forward to these guys especially. Let's, let's make a make a box around these guys. Right. Okay. These are the guys. Now these other guys, these other people might be even smarter. Uh, I just don't know. Have a great day. Bye-bye.